there, I'm Renee, a former shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke and burnt out to debt-free minimalist. Learning to simplify every area of my life, both inside and out, saved my marriage, gave me the time back to live my life how I wanted to, and allowed me to love myself like never before. Looking back, the only thing I wish I had had was a friend to share the journey with me. That is my hope for the Unstuffed Podcast. This is a place where you can shake off the need to people please and show up as your authentic self, even if you're still wearing yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if your house is a mess. Let's keep this simple. Life is complicated enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Instead of looking at these setbacks and failures of our lives and seeing them as such, let me encourage you to dig a little deeper and rewrite the story to be a story of endurance, of stamina, of building a motherfucking foundation for something that you have wanted, something that you truly desire, something that you know is worth putting the work and effort into. Hey there, welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. It's me, Renee. Um, This week I'm kind of repeating myself, but not quite. I had done a similar podcast episode called You Are Never Behind, No Really, but this one is a little deeper and it's something that I know that you need to hear. I just really believe that we all need this reminder. Um, I want to talk about what you were building while you were breaking? What were you building while you were breaking? So for the last few years, I have been working at building a business while homeschooling my kids, running my household, seeing my family members through depression, caring for a dying stepdad. The list goes on and on. Life has been tough. And all the while, I've had this gnawing thought in the back of my mind that I'm missing out, that I'm not building my business fast enough because If you caught last week's episode, you will maybe hear that I finally feel like I'm living my dream. I finally feel like I'm living my soul's calling. And if you feel like you're not, you definitely need to tune into yesterday's or last week's episode. Um, But because I have so much passion and love for what I do, I often stress when I'm not able to devote enough time to it. And because truthfully, I'm so passionate about it. I'm passionate about the message I spread. I love hearing from you guys that my words are inspiring you to change your life or live with less or take vacations more or pursue your dreams. And I am so freaking thankful for all of that. And, you know, being able to provide financially for my kids while doing stuff that I love, while helping leave an impact on this world. But at the risk of sounding like a total asshole... (laughs) While I have been working to support you and build this, I have beat myself up for not doing it quick enough. I have been wishing I could have put more focus, more attention. I wish I was making more money. I wish I didn't struggle so long with self-doubt and anger and grief. The list of me beating myself up for not doing enough in this one area is like an endless list. But then recently, I started rereading the book Present Over Perfect, 
which as I mentioned in last week's episode, is the book that we are reading for my Unstuffed Inner Circle book club for the month of July, uh, which I didn't mention last week. If you want to join the book club, I have links below, so you're welcome to do that. The links are in the show notes. Uh, This is a book that I read years ago, and it was part of the inspiration behind my minimalist journey. When I started rereading this book, the one thing I remembered about it was that the author, Shauna Nyquist, talked about realizing that she never wore colorful clothes. She would go on all of these speaking engagements and do all of these things, and she'd pack all of these colorful clothes and realize like they were coming home with her unused, like the tags still on. She wasn't touching them. And so she returned them. She brought them all back because she realized that all that she was actually wearing was like blue, gray, black, uh, which sounds so much like me. When I first went through my closet, I remember being like, whoa, there's like no color in here. There was maybe a little bit of pink, but I was someone who always wore colors and I did it because I felt like that's what I should wear or because it was a shirt and it was cheap. So I would wear that. But at the end of the day, when I realized what I actually wanted to be wearing, most of the stuff had very little color at all. So that had been my main takeaway. That was what I had remembered from her book. She also talked about in there, you know, how she would go on family vacations, her and her family would go to their cabin and how she started to recognize that they were able to make do with all the stuff that was in their cabin and It was just like, you know, basic pots and pans, really basic um, essentials to life. And so going back home, she realized how much stuff they had that they really didn't need. She learned to live with less. Those were the lessons that I remembered from this book, having read it six plus years ago. I remember those lessons because those were the lessons that I needed at the time. That was the stage I was in in my life. And those were the words that she was meant to share with me at that point. This time around, I'm finding that I needed this lesson, that the majority of this book, now that I'm rereading it, the majority of this book is about a mom, the author, Shauna Nyquist, realizing that her work schedule and everything she believes she needs to do and accomplish is running her ragged that she's burnt out and that she's too busy to show up for the people in her life that matter the most to her, which is her husband and her kids. Um, you know, she knew she needed to change. She started to recognize, she shares with us throughout the book, how she got all these little signs that she was facing burnout, that she was exhausted. She used all these little signs and she used the metaphor that when she finally recognized it was time for change, she kind of had to stop and go, oh my God, I've already built this big giant business. I've already built this name for myself. She had already built the house and now she needed to build a basement, the foundation. And I loved that metaphor. This metaphor of her having built this beautiful thing for herself, this home, big giant house, and realizing that there's no foundation to it. There's no basement. And now she was like going, okay, how do I build a basement once I've already built the house? And when I heard those words, I was like, oh, I feel so much better about myself. Sorry, Shauna. Her foundation was crumbling and I teared up as I read it and I tear up as I write it and I tear up as I talk about it because as I read those words, I realized, thank you, God. I have been building my foundation. 
I have been building my basement. Those years of being a stay-at-home mom, learning to control my temper with my kids, silently enduring my marriage when it was struggling, praying for some sort of relief, helping my older daughter survive anxiety and depression. Let me tell you, (laughs) changing diapers was nothing compared to the turmoil I faced as a parent, knowing that my child was living in her own mental hell. It felt so helpless and impossible. There are things I think back on where I used to drive four hours round trip to see my grandma while I was pregnant, while I had a newborn, while I had two kids under two, all the diapers, all the story times, all the middle of the night vomit sessions that I did, all of this stuff that I did focused on my family, focused on my kids. I was building a foundation And I forgot that that is what I really want. That is what I've always wanted. I have big goals and dreams outside of my family, and I hope that all of us do. But sometimes I get really frustrated if I feel like family life slows me down, or I feel like I would just want this time for me. Hey there, it's me, Renee. I hate to interrupt your episode, but I just had to check in to see if you had heard about the Unstuffed Inner Circle yet. This is my monthly membership group where I get to connect with you guys on a personal level. Come hang out for a monthly coffee date where no topic is off limits, or come join the book club where I will share with you some of the books that have transformed my life. And I've made customized study guides just for you. There are also monthly declutter challenges, or you can sit in on podcast recordings before anybody else even gains access. Plus, you get access to some of my best programs totally for free. If you love the idea of getting a deeper dive into all things self-growth and simplicity, and where you can get plugged into a like-minded community hosted by yours truly, check the show notes for more info and see if there's a group that feels right for you. Okay, now let's get back to the podcast. Um, so just today I found myself gritting my teeth after getting ready to get some work done only to realize that I had stuff I had to do for my kids. You know, I was getting ready to get some work done. And then my son goes, what about karate mom? And I was like, Oh my God, shit. I forgot about karate because karate used to be in the evenings. Now it's in the mornings. So I'm like, okay, okay. Let's get this done. Let's get through chores. Then we'll get you guys to karate. And then when we were done with karate, when they were in karate, I had to swing to the store and pick up some stuff that they needed. I had to race home to feed them after I picked them up from karate. And then after I was done feeding them and they were done eating, I had to bring my daughter to her friend's house because she's working on doing like a little ice cream stand with her girlfriends this summer. And by the end of it, I felt so frustrated and annoyed because I didn't get to start my work at until 1 p.m. I didn't get to do anything I wanted until 1 p.m. when it was supposed to be like 9 in the morning that I was doing stuff for myself. And as I started feeling the clench in my jaw, in my head for just a moment, I started going, I have so much shit to get done. No one cares about the stuff I have to do. I have to get this video recorded. And then I just stopped. I didn't need to be in a rush. And... I had to remind myself that I was working on my foundation. And I'm thankful for Shauna's reminder in the Present Over Perfect book that 
where I really want to show up my best is right where I am showing up. As a kid growing up, I watched movies like Father of the Bride and Home Alone. And I thought it would be so nice to have a family like that. Even the Home Alone family who abandoned their son on Christmas. Yeah. And that's part of why I bought the big house is because I remember watching movies like that as a kid and thinking, okay, so the big house equals happy family, right? Big, beautiful house, banisters, big windows, that equals happy, solid family unit. That was kind of my brain's translation, as silly as that sounds. I wanted two kids who were fully related to each other. That was a goal of mine at the age of 20. That was a life goal of mine. My goals have shifted and changed, changed, but at one point in my life, I've forgotten that that was a goal, was for me to have kids who could say, this is my brother, this is my sister, without having to, having to add the words half-sister or step-brother to it at all. I loved the idea of that, and I have that. I wanted a marriage where no one was yelling, where the cops weren't being called, where wedding rings weren't being pawned off on the weekend, and where we actually connected and told our problems to each other instead of sharing them with everybody else around us. I wanted all of that goodness. I wanted that foundation since I was a kid. And now all this time I felt like I was breaking. I felt like I was beating myself up for, you know, being behind in this one goal, this goal of building a business or a dream or making an income for myself. I hear moms say all the time, moms who are stay-at-home moms who are killing themselves for their families or who are just running themselves ragged, which I don't think you should do that either. That's a whole other topic. I don't think we should burn ourselves out as moms, but there are these women who are showing up and doing the hard work of raising children, which it is hard work. And you know what they're saying is, I wish I was bringing home some income for my family. I wish I was able to provide more. And I think it's so important for us as parents, as moms, as anybody in life to stop and ask ourselves, what are we building while we're breaking? You know, if you are feeling that exhaustion and that burnout, ask yourself, are you currently working on something that has at one point or still does actually really freaking matter to you? Because sometimes that reminder can make us feel so thankful and remind us that even though it's hard sometimes, we're doing exactly what we have wanted to do. So after reading this reminder, which I don't think was her intention for me necessarily, but I felt so grateful that I didn't build the house without the basement. I felt like, oh yeah, these last few years, I have been doing the labor, the digging, the hard work to build a basement. So now whatever house I build is built on a solid, sturdy foundation. Anything I build after this is going to be rock solid, <laughs> rock solid. So I want you to look back on those things that I know you keep beating yourself up about, or I know you feel tired from the times you weren't good enough, the times you dropped the ball, the times you got mad too quickly, the times you felt hurt, broken, exhausted, even if that's right freaking now. The times you felt like your brain was going to explode because you were trying so hard. You were building something. You are 
building something. And I hope you're building something you've always wanted. And maybe you're feeling like Shauna today. Like you built all the wrong things and now you have to go back to the foundation. And I get it. I had to do that too. I started the foundation and then rushed too quickly to build the house. Like I said, I thought the house would be part of the foundation. I thought the house meant happy family and it didn't. I had to tear down. I had to back up and I had to change the blueprints. Don't beat yourself up for it. If that's the position that you find yourself in, because even in what we would call potentially a failure, right? You were building something. Even in the failure, even in the mistakes, you were building something, knowledge, a realization of what you do and don't want for your life. You were building awareness. You were building personality, strength, and whether it was good or bad, your family or anybody who came along this journey with you, they're building something too. So instead of looking at these setbacks and failures of our lives and seeing them as such, let me encourage you to dig a little deeper and rewrite the story to be a story of endurance, of stamina, of building a motherfucking foundation for something that you have wanted, something that you truly desire, something that you know is worth putting the work and effort into. So what matters the most to you in your life? If you're showing up there, if you are living well, if you are not showing up there as much as you want to, recognize and start tearing down walls if you need to. We are never done building the story of our lives until our body runs out of breath. So get out there and go after the damn thing. And always, always, always remember that there are two kinds of hard, right? There's two kinds of difficult. There's the difficult of building a basement. There's the difficult decision to sit there and shovel and do the work and build that solid foundation that you really want. That's difficult. But if there is purpose and meaning and desire behind it, then it makes it worth it. And then there's the kind of difficult where you're trying to build a house without a foundation and you feel scared and shaky and rocky all of the time recognize that that kind of scared requires you to shift perspective and take a different look at how you're living because maybe you need to be focusing more on the foundation. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on the unstuffed podcast today. And don't think that the party ends here. You can always check the show notes for the latest goodies and freebies that are always available to you. Don't forget, I love hearing from you guys. If you are enjoying the Unstuffed podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review so that I can hear from you too. Until next time, take a deep breath, let go of anything that has been slowing you down, and I will see you here next week.